Here, in your world, things are important. But what about the things that aren't important anymore? Well, sometimes those things end up here, in Dilstonia, where the Jifflings live on their little Jiffling ship. They find these things that we throw away and fish them out of their sea so that they can recycle them and put them to good use once again. And here they are now, ready to work. Eccentric young pumpkin. Ooh, I'm ever so excited. The hedge, who was a very lazy jiffling. Like, hey man, is it time for bed yet? Albert, the ship's gardener. Who's been in me cabbage patch, Lake? Friedeline, a very bossy jiffling who keeps law and order on the ship. Come on now, jifflings, it is time for work. And Miss Katie, who is just a little bit vain. I'm not vain, I'm just really, really beautiful. Today was a very busy day for the jifflings. Miss Katie and Albert were cleaning all of the ship from top to bottom because it was their turn to make everything spick and span. And Miss Katie was making rather a meal of it. My pretty jiffling arms can't reach to dust the highest shelves. I'm too dainty. Hey, that's nonsense, lass. Get yourself out of here. Albert boosted Miss Katie up onto his shoulders and she giggled. (laughs) Now she was quite high enough to clean every nook and cranny. Hey, we're a canny good team, aren't we, Miss Katie? Yeah, like me and me mirrors. Like composting radishes. Miss Katie wasn't sure she wanted to be compost. But she definitely thought they were a very good team. Everything is sparkly like a diamond. Our ship is as shiny as a crown. It's nearly as beautiful as I am, but only nearly. Hey, I think all the other Jiffs need to see our hard work. Jiffs! Jifflins! Jiffs, come and see what I've done, Jiffs! Come here, Jifflins! What do you think of this, Lake? We've cleaned every corner and every cupboard. This is most satisfactory. Like, the floor looks good enough to eat. No, no, Hedge. I wouldn't do that. Maybe have a biscuit instead. There is young Pumpkin. He should enjoy this also. I think he's like cleaning the sea cupboard, man. Come, we shall alert him to the shiny success. That was a great idea. So Friedlein and Hedge and a rather dusty Albert and Miss Katie wandered out onto the deck to the back of the ship where young Pumpkin had been sorting out the sea cupboard. This was where the Jiffling stored all of the lost or forgotten things that they had rescued from the ocean. And luckily, their ship was as big as your imagination, so it was easy to find a place for all the things they found. But, oh no! Miss Katie had just seen something to make her very angry. Pumpkin! Come here, now! Young Pumpkin whizzed out from way back at the far end of the cupboard. And, oh dear, he was covered in grease and dirt. Oh, I've had a lovely morning. I used some slimy old engine parts to fix our jiffling tricycle bike. And then I went gallivanting on it, up and down the ship, just like a knight. Ah, the jifflings are not the knights, Kleiner Pumpkin. You've made a mess. Of our lovely, shiny, clean ship. Ah, you have, Lake Lad. You're all covered in muck. And now, so is the bird. All of the gifs looked around, and it was true. There was oily, smelly, tricycle bike mess everywhere. 
Oh, I've made a terrible messy nincompoop of myself, haven't I? Well, no time to feel sorry for yourself now, young pumpkin. Because that sound meant an object which had been lost or thrown away on Earth had turned up in their net. Now all the Jifflings had to work together to heave it out of the sea and find out what they'd caught. (laughs) All of the Jifflings looked at the object, which was red and round and shiny too. Bay, I think this must be a tomato shield for protecting me tomatoes from the flies. No way, man. I think it's like a huge pillow. Perhaps it's like a throne for a Jiffling King. Before Young Pumpkin could reach out and touch the object with his grubby hands, Friedeline trotted forward and pushed it out of his reach, for she knew just what it was. She jumped up onto the story seat and sat up nice and tall, ready to tell the tale. This is the clown's nose. Oot, it belonged to a very funny but very silly clown called Picklepuss, who was part of a great big travelling circus. There were acrobats and gymnasts who did wonderful clever tricks, and strongmen and fire wizards, and the ringmaster, who was very grand. And there was also Picklepuss. Now, the Picklepuss was very silly, just as a clown should be. He would squirt water from his big red nose, and it would hit you square in the eye. Oh, he also wore big silly shoes, and he would fall onto his bottom, and everybody laughed at the comedy. <laughs> but the Picklepuss was not very careful. When he was on stage, he would throw the water, and cream tarts, and custard pies all over everywhere. And it was always very funny, but he never sought to clean it up when he was done. So, when the acrobats came out, they slipped and slided all over everything. And it was very hard for them to do their tricks. And even the ringmaster got his lovely smart suit all covered in the bubbles and cream. Then, one day, the picklepuss went into the circus. And there was nobody there at all. He asked his friend the ringmaster what was going on. And he told the Picklepuss that the audience had stopped coming to the shows because all of the funny custard mess made it too slippery and everyone fell over when they were taking their seats. And because all of the acrobats and gymnasts slipped over too, they could no longer do their wonderful tricks. So there just wasn't much of a circus left anymore. Well... Picklepuss hadn't thought about how his fun might affect the other people. And now he was sad, because there was no one there to see him perform his funny tricks. So he threw the silly red nose away, because he couldn't be funny or silly anymore if there was no one there to laugh at the Picklepuss comedy. And now, because the nose got thrown away... It has ended up here. And us Jifflings will use it again. Yes, Miss Katie. And we people can try and reuse things too, because it really does make a lot of sense. Hey, it could be like a food pouch, where we keep all of our midnight munchies. I think we should use it as a giant hair bubble, fit for a princess. 
Then, young Pumpkin stepped forwards, for he knew just what it could be. Oh, if Picklepuss the Clown squirted water out of his nose, then we could use it to hold water in. It can be a special red bath that we all wash ourselves in after we've had muddy playtime, so nothing else gets mucky. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, young pumpkin, that sounds like a marvellous idea. Well done. I'll have the first wash in it, and then I'll clean everything up in the sea cupboard. And that is just what he did. He turned the nose upside down, and he filled it with hot, soapy water, and then he jumped right in, for it was just the right size for a jiff. He sang a little washing song as he cleaned himself up. I'm washing on my arms, I'm washing in my hair, I'm washing on my face, and I'm washing everywhere. And then he set to work, making the sea cupboards neat and tidy again. And there was even time for everyone to have a play on the newly fixed and clean tricycle bike before they all had supper and jiffled off to bed. Good night, young pumpkin. Oh, good night. Good night, Albert. Well, I'll see you in the morning, Lake. Good night, Friedeline. And it is a good night. Yeah. Good night, Miss Katie. Night, night. Good night, Hedge. Hedge? Oh, I think the hedge is asleep already. And goodbye to you, wherever you are. Hopefully next time you see a thing that you might throw away, you'll stop and see if you can use it again, just like our friends the Jifflings. And maybe the thing you use again will have a story to tell too. Goodbye. Bottleship was written mostly by me, Charlie Conquest. And a tiny little bit by me. Ben Mullins. All voices were performed by Charlie and Ben, and all audio production was by Ben. Thank you for listening to Bottleship. We hope you enjoyed it. Goodbye. Goodbye.